okay. I'm feeling good. Let's fucking nail this. Yes. Okay, I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph. And you are listening to Saturday Night High, the podcast where we get stoned and talk about Saturday Night Live. And there's a dog. And today we're talking about season 46, episode 9, which aired on December 19th, 2020. Uh, the host was Kristen Wiig, and the musical guest was Dua Lipa. Yeah, it was it was a really good end of the year show. It felt like they were taking a victory lap. Like it was just, it felt good. There were some fun moments. Yeah, uh, I also want to say that it is really windy where I am today. So there might be a weird noise in the background. That is the wind ripping through our screen. So, just you know, heads up to the listeners. Damn. Yeah, I think I could hear it. Yeah, it's just like fucking windy as fuck. There's nothing I can do. So anyway, so we get started with the cold open and it is Mike Pence getting his COVID vaccine and Lauren Holt next to him as mother, which I thought was fucking amazing. I was glad that they did this because when I saw that he got vaccinated, oh my God, I was so fucking mad. Um, I mean, like, of course he's going to get it. But it's just like, you piece of shit, you know, you walk around (laughs) saying this isn't a real thing, go out and spend your money, and then you get the vaccine first, come on. But anyways, (laughs) it was funny. Yeah, it it was. It was just a bunch of Mike jokes about Mike Pence and... I, I, like when he got the COVID shot, he said, oh, I, I didn't feel a thing. I haven't felt a thing for the past four years. I've just watched the country burn. No shit. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was just slams on, yeah. Um, I also appreciated Maya Rudolph showing up and Mike Pence being all, how did you get into the White House? And her answer, I won more votes. I really appreciated that. That was a great moment. Like, I'm getting, I don't know, we've been seeing Maya Rudolph's Kamala a lot lately. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, um, she's perfect for it. I feel like she's the, Maya Rudolph's Kamala Harris has kind of been really saturated in, like, pop culture and articles and gifts and, like, I'm just, I, I see it everywhere. So that's, I think, the downside. Um... Yeah, I guess just like it gets such like focus, but I do like her as Kamala. I just feel like yeah, I don't know. She gets a lot of screen time now. <laughs> Not that I don't like her or anything. Yeah, right. But she's on a lot. Yeah, well, and honestly, this may be the next Baldwin in terms of you know what she might just be a semi-featured player on SNL for the next four years because I, how do you have someone that perfect? It's like Tina Fey and Sarah Palin. Like if it works, it works. I, I do, again, I do really appreciate when they have cast members playing political figures, but it's like, okay, if, if it's Maya Rudolph coming back, I'm okay with that. She's a former cast member. It's not like, someone that doesn't really have a tie to the show that they're bringing in jim carrey true but yeah so we have our new biden alex moffat how did you feel about alex moffat as joe biden 
I felt good about that. I think after playing Eric Trump for so long, this is what he deserves, you know? Like, he, he yeah. did a lot with that. Yeah. And that was, you know, four years of nonsense. And now he can step into this. I like the Willy Wonka entrance, but there wasn't really much to this. So I'm not really sure what else to think other than cool entrance. Right. Yeah, no. And that was kind of um, the vibe on Twitter last night as well. Um, people were like, huh think I prefer Jim Carrey's to this, but we'll see where it goes. Whoa. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of the cold open. Yeah. Uh, then we went to Kristen Wiig, um, celebrating it being the last show of the year. And she's saying this, version of um favorite things from the sound of music but all the lyrics are wrong and then my rudolph came on and i was like what the fuck we just saw her which is why i just said that <laughs> i just was like whoa this again and then um they, yeah they sang it has some pretty good lines i when my rudolph came in said pop rocks on hot dogs i kind of lost my shit <laughs> yeah uh kate mckinnon showed up and continued to she was like no no those aren't the lyrics and started singing the real my favorite things from the sound of music and they're like no 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 no, you're doing this wrong it has to be nonsense and like they all then she just starts making up random ridiculous things it was it was the most fun i've seen it was um, uh, uh, the first monologue in a long time where it was so clear everyone out there was just having a good time. They weren't nervous. It was just a little performance. And I liked it that a lot. Fun. Yeah, it was like, it didn't feel... It, like, it had fake snow. Yes, it had fake you know, snow. It was just everything great about a Christmas show and SNL ladies, just great. Yeah, I it, it put me in a really good mood for the rest of the show. I was like, okay, cool. This is we're we're going into Christmas here. Like last show of 2020, they're happy. And then we had a sketch that was a take on a 1960s game show. And I think it was called The Secret Word, but I Kenan Thompson was playing the host. And the host's name was Grant Chode, um, which I fucking lost it at that because I was like, what the fuck? Like, how do you say that? And just not giggle. Like, I was so happy to see Keenan Thompson. Yeah, it was just a fucking like game show where you can't say the secret word and the contestant or the hosts or the I don't know the celebrity guests were having a hard time not doing that but there was also like interpersonal drama I it was it was a lot it was a lot to keep up with um and through the whole thing Kristen Wiig was doing her little character what was it Mindy I don't know I, I gotta say, I'm not the biggest fan of Kristen Wiig in her. Like, I like her, but some of her, I'm not really that familiar with her because I'm not like, oh my God, Kristen Wiig. Like, I know her characters by sight. I'm a fan of Gilly, but like beyond that, I, yeah. 
So I just felt the sketch. It was like, once I was like, okay, this is what they're doing. It then switched tracks and I'm like, wait, now we're doing this. And then it jumped again. And I was just very like, okay, you know what? No, next sketch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that the characters she did tonight were like, not my favorite characters of hers. Like I would have liked to see other things. Although I did laugh at rimming the tree. Okay. Yeah. That was fucking funny. Um, uh, so, okay, so the next thing, oh, fuck, <laughs> um, the next thing was a music video where it was Christmas morning, and it was Kyle Mooney, Chloe Feynman, Kristen Wiig, and who was that, Beck Bennett, as the parents, um, yes. and it was just, like, a family on Christmas morning singing a song about all the presents that they got and the two kids and the dad got all these really cool fucking presents of course but all the mom got was a robe and then she had to go and like make the breakfast yeah. it was kind of fucking sad it was so um, sad they even got presents for the dog yeah it was so fucking sad okay and the dog who you've heard multiple times today, um, he barked and he was barking and growling at the TV for the entire fucking sketch. And then a dog showed up on the screen, which that made things really, that made things go much better. I'm sure you can assume. Um, but yeah, it was so fucking sad. Like, tr- it's like, you know what? Treat your moms, trust us, tell them you yeah. love them. Um, like, that was just, like, unnecessary sadness on Saturday Night Live that I did not need. It was like, what the fuck? Like, this is the most over-the-top Christmas, and they got their mother a robe that was on sale for 40% off. They literally treated the dog better than they treated her. I don't see what was funny about this. Anyway. No, it made me feel upset, honestly. <laughs> yep. It, yeah. Yeah. Just misstep by SNL. Anyway, go on, sorry. Yeah. The next thing didn't make me feel upset. The next thing was pretty fucking fun. It was like 1944 Christmas Eve and they were having a some sort of variety show at this military base. Um, and Kristen Wiig is a sexy medic who needs a volunteer to perform her song. And the volunteers, Bo and Yang, um, <laughs> their old-timey accents for this were so fun I thought they were really cute together they did this like sexually charged gender-bent duet um a lot of suggestive dancing and I, I was here for it yeah and then I believe Dua Lipa showed up and it was I actively on Twitter was like, okay, I, I'm not sure I understand this. If this is a Dua Lipa thing, it was like World War II, but not. And yeah, it was funny, but I was very confused for the first, I don't know, well, the middle part of it. And by the end of it, I was like, all right, I think I understand what's going on, but I, I felt old. This is one of those moments where you could tell they were just like having fun. Um, yeah. Like it was just dancing they were really giving it their all for this dancing I thought um good choreography whoever did it maybe it was Dua Lipa I don't know because she honestly could um like they were just talking about defeating the Nazis and then and then dancing and that was (laughs) it was fun the next sketch 
was a pre-recorded one. Uh, it was about a Hulu show called A Teacher, and it was like Have some. Oh, so it's a real thing? Unfortunately, so here's the thing. So the first time I heard of it was oh, my no. roommate texted me and she goes, because we have her Hulu account on our TV. She was like, who was watching this show on my Hulu account where a teacher sleeps with her student? And I was like, it wasn't fucking me. Uh, but she only texted it to me. And then I came home from work one day and all my roommates <laughs> were watching it. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I sat down and watched some of it with them. And it was insane. I was like, <laughs> it was just some crazy nonsense where this woman literally went to fucking prison and then the kid came and visited her at her home. I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? I was glad that they spoofed this and I was glad that it was Ego Nordum doing this character. I was just like, why are we talking about children sleeping with their teachers and then the principal comes in and is like oh my god it's your birthday and he's like yeah this it, it was just like it was weirdly pedophilic it yeah no, i didn't i didn't like it in. because yeah i i mean all of it was weirdly pedophilic but um i just did not i was like why why is this a thing and now that i know it's a real show like oh my god i thought it was just some weird like uh, yeah, I didn't. Fuck. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Ah. I did really appreciate Ego Nodom's teacher who was having none of it. She was oh, like, yeah. Did you think we were going to fuck? Like, she did really good in this. Um, and just the sketch yeah, lasted a little bit too long for me to be chill with it. Yeah. I, um, I did enjoy Lauren Holt standing in the doorway hearing what was going on and just like being like, nope, just noping out of there, walking away. And yeah yeah um the next sketch was a home alone 2 alternate ending where melissa Villasenor is playing kevin it actually looks pretty great she was wearing this big old jacket and hat whatever it was cute i think i have a crush on her um yeah. <laughs> and then there was that that bird lady from central park who was kristen wig yeah and it went Okay, so confession, I've actually never seen any of the Home Alone movies. What the fuck? This made me want to watch them again. Oh my god, I used to watch them a lot. Yeah, and it went just from, like, weird to be like, he was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I'm gonna give you a place to stay. I assume that's something that happens in the movie. And then the bird lady just starts stabbing these other two guys with her umbrella, and there was fake blood. It was like, well, that escalated quickly. Jesus. I mean, it's been a while since I saw the movie and I have total stoner brain, but I'm pretty sure that didn't happen in the movie. And I was just like, that was like the alternate ending thing. It was kind of funny. No, when, oh, um, not, the, not, not the murder. I'm not saying the murder happened in the movie. No, I meant, I meant him offering her a room. I don't think he did that, but, but maybe I, I don't know. Oh, um, okay. It's been a fat minute since I've seen that movie. It's like, it's a kid's movie. I know there wasn't murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did think it was... A good representation of Kevin by Melissa Villasenor, though. Like when she said, Holy smokes, it was just, it was wholesome. Um, and the pigeons on, uh, on this woman, the fake pigeons, I don't know if you noticed, but one of them fell off. <laughs> in the yeah. of the sketch and I got a little distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then we had Dua Lipa's first musical performance, which was 
Don't Stop Me Now. And I was kind of like, okay, of course it's this song. Um, but it's a great song and I love it. And the dancing was amazing and the choreography was amazing. So there you go. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked the simple set and the lights. It wasn't like flashy. It was just her and the dancers and there were some musicians in the back, but you could really focus on the, you could really focus on the, on the content and the dancing. And I really liked that because dancing isn't something that's normally featured like that so prominently. Yeah, and this song had like a little so. dance break. It was just really fun to watch. Yeah. And then we went into Weekend Update, which, oh my fucking God, I loved this Weekend Update. There was so much applause for them at the um, beginning. Like the audience was so pumped for Weekend Update. Yeah, they were. And I don't know if that's because everyone assumed they'd be announcing their departure or if they knew that they do the holiday joke swap and they were just pumped. But it was, it was, they were good tonight or they were good. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mitch McConnell, that's his face when he saw a bus full of, full of children stopped on the train tracks. I was just like, oh, fuck. I was glad that they did that joke. Yeah. I also appreciated something about, uh, they were talking about the vaccines and they said, can we stop calling the only black people in Utah the jazz? And I laughed really hard at that. That was a good one. I thought that the video, the closing time video of Trump um, was kind of funny. At first I was like, oh, am I going to be able to laugh at this? But then I was like, okay, sometimes you just got to laugh at this. Um, yeah. And I liked how it ended. I mean, I like how it ended. It ended with him making fun of that reporter. But I loved when everybody in the audience was just booing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was just like, fuck this. We have been there. Get good riddance. Like, and yeah, the fact that this is, well, they're not going to be back for over a month now. So apparently this is the last weekend update that Donald Trump will be president, God willing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So they're coming back after January 20th. So they are taking a nice little vacation for themselves, which they fucking deserve. Um, yes. I, I thought Michael Che after a certain joke, so you're not going to like the rest of these, um, after people booed something he did, but they were talking about Andrew Cuomo and a woman that worked for him, accusing him of sexual harassment. And, uh, one of them said, did the Cuomo impression and was like, well, you know, I can't deny that I'd make advances towards a woman with dynamite bazoombas. And I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's every old Italian man I grew up with. Um, they did do this whole thing with Smokey Robinson, uh, how he had said Chanuka in a cameo. Um, yes. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it's kind of funny to watch. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking funny. I... I can't remember who posted it on Twitter, but they were like, you got to watch this just for the surprise at the end. I can guarantee you it's not what you're expecting. And when he said happy Chanuka, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I thought it was going to be something filthy, but Chris Red's Smokey Robinson was so fucking good. And, uh, um, fuck. it was good to see Chris Red. Like, I feel like we haven't seen him do much. 
Right. We haven't seen him do much, but tonight Andrew Dismukes was like all over the fucking show. He was in like every other sketch, which I'm good with. Like, I am happy to see the babies get more screen time. Like, go, baby, go. But I thought, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, we haven't seen Chris Red, so it was nice to see him. There was a response to a tweet last night about Smokey Robinson. Yeah, um, at Classic Dawn said that he, uh, Chris Red uh, wasn't telling one lie. All my, all of her uh, grown folks are this ignorant about Jewish people. This was hilarious. So apparently that was something like really for the black community for like their, the older people in their community have no idea about Jewish people or Hanukkah. And it's just kind of like, yeah, sure, it's a thing. So I, apparently that was, apparently that really hit. So, I mean, it hit for me, but it really, really hit for a certain- Yeah, I kind of got that impression. Yeah. So, sorry. Oh, there was three fucking guests on Weekend Update tonight, um, which was, I thought, a lot. And they all talked to Michael, um, because then we had uh, Willie, uh, Keenan Thompson, which was, a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, I love Willie. Um, I was very happy to see that. Keenan Thompson was very clearly, I, I don't know, he was having a hard time holding it together, but he was just laughing. Like you could tell he was just like, Jesus, I, I get to do this. Like, this is insane. So um, there was also a joke about mall Santa and COVID was the second worst thing he could expose them to. I thought that was, that was disgustingly funny. Um, it was. Um, Keenan Thompson said, that I didn't know if maybe I'm just reaching, but he talked about replacing organs with um, newspapers. And I was like, that's something I've literally only heard of, or like, I don't know. I only know of that in the context of the Kendrick Johnson case. Literally, that's the only thing I've like, only time I ever come across that. So I was a little bit shocked to hear that joke. I don't know if there's other right. uses of that newspaper. Oh technique oh my god you're right i completely forgot about that in fucking saying yeah that was a yeah you're right that was there's no way that was a that was a that was a mention to that so yeah wow okay go for it keenan <laughs> go for it keenan <laughs> yeah heidi gardner portrayed an influencer which i She's kind of doing a lot of just the same character, I feel like. Like, it's it's a lot of just the same yeah. jokes. And it was funny at first. I did kind of think it was funny when it turned into a Jimmy Dean ad. Like, I couldn't tell if that was legit, but it seemed legit enough to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be very, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. But I do feel that Heidi Gardner is kind of falling into a bit of an early SNL Cecily Strong rut, where she it's like she gets a character that's popular and then she kind of falls into the it's like she does the same thing over and over and over again and it took Cecily Strong a few seasons to break out of that so I really hope Heidi Gardner because she's good she can portray like she has talent she obviously has potential but like we've seen her do different things so it's a little disappointing to see the same thing over and over again um but Cecily Strong broke out of that rut, so I feel that she is more than capable of doing so too. Anyway, yeah, that's my opinion on that. I still love Heidi Gardner, but yeah. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. I was um, most happy by the joke swap 
um, between Colin Jost and Michael Che, really some good ones in there. Yeah, it was, I was so fucking happy to see that. And I just, they were crackling with laughter the entire time. And honestly, my favorite part of the joke swap is their reactions right before they read the joke where Colin Jost is just like, oh God, oh no, okay. Because you know that they have some pact that they have to read what the other wrote, no matter how bad. So it's like, you know, oh God, anyway. Yeah, you can totally see Colin Jost go through that moment of like, oh fuck, now I have to say, like black people should sit down, you know? But then he totally gets Michael Che back with best and power king to Jeffrey. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, they're tearing down Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. Why would they tear down a, pl or a place where I have so many memories? It was, it, they really just kind of, went for it with each other and then Michael Che gets Colin Jost back by saying um oh who was cast as um fuck it was uh <sighs> okay so it was announced that Scott Staff was going to play Frank Sinatra in a Ronald Reagan biopic and Michael Che wrote a joke saying that Sammy Davis Jr. was going to be played by Scarlett Johansson, which if you don't know the um, if you don't know the controversy behind that, I believe Scarlett Johansson was originally tapped to play a trans character in a movie. And um, um, I feel like there's always a Scarlett Johansson casting controversy of like, whitewashing or now it's this you know just all the time <laughs> or some other fucking white woman I don't know. yeah and so that was the um that was not that was because you know joe's just married to johansson so i'm sure that went i'm sure that went over well when he got home um <laughs> but yeah so and that was the end of Weekend Update, which I thought, you know what, fuck it. It was a solid Weekend Update. It was, yeah. Although, oh my god, I totally forgot. I don't know when it came up, but some part of Weekend Update, they mentioned that article that was going on this week where some person was like, oh, Dr. Jill Biden shouldn't have doctor in her name. Um, and so they had a joke about, oh, she's, she's been like functioning as a nurse. <laughs> the audience really did not like that one. I thought it was kind of funny, but the audience didn't like it. Yeah, it, I, it was somewhat funny, but I didn't really appreciate it. You know what? For, we, we just had an old, overweight, unhealthy person as president for four years. Like, so Joe Biden is old. At least he's not a mess. At least he's not orange. He broke his foot playing with his dog, not, you know, getting fucking fast food. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I was kind of with the audience on that one. I was just like, okay, let's laugh at him now. And then the sketch after weekend update. <laughs> it was so weird. It was, um, so it's Kyle Mooney and Chloe Feynman with Kristen Wiig as the mom. So they've just been... Um, role-playing being a family all week it seems like except the dad in this one was Mikey Day um and mom and dad had a threesome with a Grinch it was like a really 
fun concept, but I don't know. I felt like some of their jokes just weren't hitting with this one. Yeah, um, I thought it got stronger as it went on. Like I could see where it was going when it started. I was like, okay, clearly this is going to be some kind of the Grinch stayed over. Um, I was a little surprised and not unpleased with how risque they got um, in terms of they were talking about how the Grinch's heart grew three sizes and Kristen Wiig made the very low-hanging fruit joke of that's not the only thing that grew three sizes and I giggled at that. It was a little bit cursed this sketch. I was like what? <laughs> yeah and then the kids were like well we heard you last night and uh, Chloe Feynman was like mommy why did you keep saying you're a mean one you're a mean one and the uh fuck, what's his name the kid whatever whoever portrayed the boy uh Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney thank you I could see his face I was having stoner brain um he was like and dad why were you saying punish me my green king punish me it was like what the fuck like they turned it from like uh, three-way with the Grinch sketch into like they upped the kink towards the end of it to a level I was not prepared for but here we were. It was a rather large jump into kinkiness and to have it be about Pete Davidson as the Grinch really had me uncomfy. It was and the next sketch I was just like oh no I I hate this character. This is probably my least favorite Kristen Wiig character. I was, I would have preferred any other Kristen Wiig character to this one. Yeah, no, the character is tonight so. not the best. Um, it was Surprise Lady, mm -hmm. and it was nice to see Monkey Johnson have a role. Yeah. I haven't really seen her do much, I feel like. I don't know. She was in the Christmas Conversation sketch as the mother. She was good in that. Um, but yeah, no, on, in terms of on the show, yeah, I'm happy to see her get on air. That was nice. Um, yeah, I, I, at one point, Kristen Wiig had like the elf on the shelf in her mouth to like keep her from talking. I laughed at that, but that was pretty much it. I was just, I, what the fuck? She ran through a window. She then came down the chimney, grabbed the Christmas tree, went back through. The, it was no, thank you. Yeah, not the best. And then we had Dua Lipa perform Levitating, wearing this sick-ass costume. I don't know what that hat was. She looked, it was like a jellyfish, almost. I don't know. Yeah. It was so fucking cool. I was all over it. Um, yeah, that was just, that was a fun way to end the show with her doing that performance. Yeah, the her outfit was great. The hat at first threw me. I was like, really? No one caught that it looks like a jellyfish, but then I was like, well, maybe it was supposed to because like the song is levitating and there were like feathers on the end that were kind of flying up. And it was like, you know what? I I'm actually kind of digging this. So yeah, the song was fucking good. I only had one Dua Lipa song on my phone prior to this. And well, now I have three. <laughs> this isn't my favorite song off of her last album. New Rules. Oh yeah, love that. Um, in 2017, that song was my fucking shit it was what i needed um but like yeah this isn't quite my favorite song although it was a good 
a really fun performance and I was like you know what I can get behind this song that, yeah, that was a show. Then we followed it up with Good Nights and everybody was just kind of really happy. And you could tell Kristen Wiig was just like, just overjoyed to be there. She started tearing up at the end, talking about how, you know, it was her home and she was so happy to be back and it was the best way to spend Christmas. And yeah, it just gave me the really warm fuzzies. It was cute. What was your least favorite sketch tonight? Okay, I'm trying to figure this out in my head. I think that's my least favorite was probably the Christmas morning one with the mom. Yeah, I, yeah, I, nope, I didn't like it. Like the first time they made the joke, it was like, ha ha, it's funny, they got her a robe, but like surely there's something else coming. And then it just kept getting worse and worse and more sad and more sad. And I was just like, yep, no, I'm, I'm going back to Twitter, so. Um, that's not, I, I, I don't want emotions like that. And I don't want sadness in my Saturday night live. If anyone is listening, please tell Lauren. Yeah. Frankly, I was a little triggered. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to be triggered during that. So can we please avoid mom shit from here on out? Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Did you have a favorite or any favorites? Let me see. So I guess like, a runner-up for a favorite could have been the the teacher, the FX show. I thought that was funny just because I like to see Ego Nodum doing that performance. And I also like that they did a spoof of this fucking show because it's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm literally going to check it out now because I, well, not now. I'm going to edit first, but um, I'm going to check it out because that just sounds fucking wild. Uh yeah, runner-up for me was actually uh, the Home Alone 2 because it just went from innocent to murder so quickly and I was not expecting that. And it was just like, oh, fuck. Like, you know what? I like my sketches I like my sketches to end on twists sometimes and that was a good one. That was a good one. I That was almost mine. I think either... I don't really know what my favorite was. It was either probably like that or just the joke swap in the weekend update. I, I think that's just fun. Yeah. My, my best tonight was weekend update as a whole. It was, um, it was hands down. It was so good. It was so solid. And yeah, I was, weekend, weekend update always has been my favorite. So when, I won't say it always has been my favorite. It sucked some years, but it's always a highlight in the show for me. So when the hosts of it are shining like this and really just gelling and rolling with it, oh my God, that must be what heroin feels like. It just feels, it was so good. <laughs> it was great. I just love seeing their chemistry and it's it's always fun. So yeah, that was it for... SNL in 2020. They will be back in January. And that is also it for not us. We're going to continue doing classic shows and whatnot through the holidays and uh, until they come back. So you can find us on every major podcast platform. Uh, you can email us at satnighthighpod at gmail. And our website is satnighthighpod.com. Find us on social media. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. And our username is Sat Night High Pod. Night is spelled N I T E on Twitter. 
where Gilda live tweets the episodes. Although again, not gonna happen until January, unfortunately. Um, also Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah, and we have like a good two thirds of season one already up recaps of all of those season one episodes so check out some of our classics if you are waiting or in the meantime while you're waiting for saturday night live to come back some of them are fun but yeah chubby juice kind of crazy man yeah Sorry. yeah no it's it, it's snl of olden days is a fucking trip sometimes really problematic come listen to us yell about it um so yeah yeah that is it for us. Happy holidays and happy highs. Happy highs and holidays.